I'm super excited to do this first episode. It's something that I've actually had on my mind for a long time and I always see is a trending problem with many of my clients who I work with when we're doing workouts and macro coaching for them is the all or nothing mentality. My name's Andrea and I am a mother of four girls under seven, wife to a mountain man, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and the owner of DFH Training. I've been featured in People and on Good Morning America, and I truly love all things women's health and fitness. But let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated, and it feels like the everyday mom doesn't fit the mold. There's so much conflicting information, and you're busy and don't have time to figure it all out. That's why I've made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering space for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here, and I hope you stay a while. So let's break this down. What is the all-or-nothing mentality? Many times when we have plans or we lay out goals or anything that we have that we want to do, if we can't do it perfectly, we think that we have failed. If something is not checked off our list or not done the way that we imagined it, then we're basically losers. It's basically the inability for us to see an alternative to a solution because we haven't done it perfectly or the way we thought we should have done it, so therefore we are failures. It's commonly linked with words like never. I will never lose weight or always. I will always be single. Or the word everything. Everything is a complete disaster. Everything this week went wrong. Or ruined. I have ruined my fitness plan. None of these words are bad on their own, but when you link them with a negative connotation, they actually do wear on our self-esteem and our ability to be able to meet goals. Now, obviously, we all like to exaggerate. For example, we use an app a lot of times with our friends that's called Marco Polo. And I'll be telling a story on there to our friends, and it's a good story. And then my husband will chime in after me like a fact checker and be like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what happened, except it wasn't 10 feet, it was 4 feet. And it wasn't 30 seconds, it was 3 seconds. And I'm like, you are stealing my thunder. Stop changing my story. I want my story to be dramatic. But when we're talking about our life, it's very different because the problem with exaggerating and seeing things in all or nothing is we are chronically doing that and believing these negative all or nothing statements that are involved with these words, like I said, always, never, everything, ruined, ever, no one. Those are all like strong statements. We don't want it to be shaping the way we view ourselves or others because then that becomes the way that we view in a negative light. Another problem with this is that it creates low self-esteem and low self-confidence if we always feel like we're failing. If you don't feel like you can do anything right or you're making a mistake left and right and left and right, I promise you, your self-esteem will be low. And honestly, it doesn't need to be low. There's no need for that. I don't know a single person. I've worked with thousands of women and I have never, ever had a client who did things perfectly. And so we set ourselves up for this failure thinking we have to do A, B, C, D, and E just right. And if we don't, then we've failed. Something else to think about is it's actually really common to have this all or nothing mentality when we have anxiety or depression because the way that we imagine that things should work out or envision the future, maybe it doesn't look like that. And then we cannot help but let it eat us up that it didn't turn out the way we thought, which actually creates more stress and more anxiousness. 
I know this so well because as I've mentioned before on Instagram, I have anxiety. I sometimes get tripped up by the way I think it should be rather than just letting things be the way they are and adjusting my mindset to an alternative to the situation which I am viewing. So that's a big thing to think about as well. And think about this combination of all these things and how they are wearing on your self-worth. So what are we going to do about this? Let me give you one more example that I feel like everyone can probably relate to if you've ever tried to set up a fitness plan or a health plan. Okay, so here's my example. You're on maybe a health plan or a diet or whatever you're doing and you're just trying to be healthier and you have all your goals laid out. And then one day you go to a party and they have a platter of your favorite cookies and not just like normal people size cookies, but like the cookie that's the size of your face. And you're like, okay, I'm just going to have like a half of one of those cookies. So you eat your half and then you eat your whole and then you're like, it's over. I just ate the whole cookie and then you eat the whole platter and then you go home and you eat everything in your pantry and you even finish off the shelf, like everything in your house. Does that sound familiar? How often have you caught yourself not doing something perfectly so then you overdo it in the other direction? Then you swear to yourself that you're a terrible human being, that you're never going to reach your goals, that you always fall off track, and that you have ruined everything in your diet plan. Sam familiar? Is that the all or nothing mentality? I think so. All right, now let's relay that cookie story of eating one cookie, then all the cookies, then all the things to another situation in our life. So I want you to imagine that you're driving and you look down for a second and your tire skims the side of a curb. A little while later, you realize that you are getting a flat tire probably from skimming the curb. You don't jump out of your car and say, oh my gosh, I am the worst driver. I am never driving a car again. I am such a failure. Everything is ruined. And then proceed to pop the rest of your tires because you are never driving again. I know that story sounds so ridiculous, but that is exactly what we do with our health all the time. Just because we have one cookie and then we have two cookies and then we're like, it's over. The diet's ruined. My health is ruined. And we have all the cookies and all the things. But it doesn't have to be that way. That is the all or nothing mentality. Just like with a tire, we can kind of be bummed in the moment and be like, that stinks. But then you pump up the tire and you get back on the road because no one's never going to drive again. That is ridiculous. And with our health, just because we fall off track once or twice doesn't mean that we're not one meal or one workout away from being back on track. It's not a big deal unless we make it a big deal. So I want to talk about now, how do we change that mindset? How can we adjust our thoughts and our actions so that we stop beating ourselves up over not being perfect and let go of that all or nothing mentality? I want to give you a couple of don'ts that I want you to think about in the coming weeks and a couple of do's. And I promise that if you remember these don'ts and you try to cut them out and you remember the do's, that you're going to notice an improvement in your self-esteem and the way you view yourself and your goals. So first, let's go over the don'ts. First, I don't want you to focus on your faults. When you are noticing a mistake you've made with your goals, with yourself, in a relationship, financially, whatever it is, I want you to catch it, cancel the thought, and turn it around. Instantly think about something you have done right. I missed a workout today. I'm such a failure. Catch that thought, turn it around and say, but you know what I did do? I did drink 75 ounces of water. That's a win. So I want you to focus on the positives. Don't focus on the faults. Stop using the words like never, always, and everything in a negative way. 
Those are fine words, but when you use them negatively, you're tearing down your self-esteem, which we want to avoid at all costs because we have enough things that tear down our self-esteem. We don't need to do it to ourselves, basically. The next thing I want you to do is stop waiting for perfection. There is more to an evaluation than 100% or zero. Yet when we make goals or we're trying to do something different, if it's not 100%, then all of a sudden we're a zero. If you're in a fitness plan and you make a few mistakes, there's no reason to start over. I will have clients who will be a couple weeks in and they will say to me, I want to start over because I did A, B, and C. And I normally respond to them and say, this is a journey, not a race. You don't need to start over. You just have to dust off your knees and stand back up and keep going. So I want you to stop starting things over. Stop trying to like think, oh, I failed. I have to go back to the finish line. If you were running a marathon and you tripped on your marathon and they said to you, okay, go back to the start line, you'd be like, you are crazy. I am not doing that. But yeah, we do it all the time with our goals. So in your race or your marathon, if you trip and you fall, get up and keep going. Stop waiting and trying to go back and do it perfect. Because I promise you, you'll never do it perfect because nobody can do it perfect. The next thing I want you to do is change your view of fear. The problem is, is that a lot of times we will try something and we will think, well, I did that in the past and it failed, or I did this and it didn't work out, or I went on a date with this person and they did this. And we, we harp on these old experiences and that tells us that we can't have these new experiences. So I want you to forget about what happened in the past and realize that every opportunity is a new beginning to have a new start and more success. Let go of your fears of the past and focus on the future. Again, every opportunity is a new beginning. The other last two things I want you to do is I want you to not over plan. Many times people will make goals and they will plan out every single thing and have so much new stuff. Like if you don't even work out regularly and then all of a sudden you say, I'm going to work out seven days a week for two hours each and I'm going to eat this much food and I'm going to drink 100 ounces of water even though I only drink 20 ounces of water right now. I promise you, you're over planning and there's, you're not going to hit that. So start with those little goals and don't over plan. Make small goals like I'm going to walk twice a week for 15 minutes. I'm going to drink 50 ounces of water because I only drink 30 ounces of water right now. So don't over plan. Let's get into the do's. These are my favorites. Just like I said, don't over plan. Celebrate the small wins. One of the biggest mistakes I see with clients is they only have one big goal of I want to lose 30 pounds and they miss all the small wins that happen daily, weekly, hourly. They'll say, I had a bad week this week because I missed two workouts. And I'm like, well, you did three workouts. So you missed two, but you got three. That's a win in my book. Or I only hit my macros three days and I didn't hit them four days. That's okay. Three days is almost 50%. So that's a step up from what you did before you worked with me. You have to look at those small things, increasing your weights and workouts, being more consistent, getting more sleep, maybe having more energy during the day or being more patient with your kids. All of those things are good things. So I want you to notice the small wins, the non-scale victory wins, doing one pull-up when you've never done a pull-up before. That's never going to show necessarily in a fitness plan, but that is a huge win, even though it's a tiny milestone. So I promise you, if you notice the small steps, those tiny wins, you're going to climb the mountain. You never leap to the top of the mountain. You climb it step by step, tiny win by tiny win. 
The next do that I want you to focus on is to turn your thoughts and focus on what you did well or what you got done. This is something that I really struggle with because I will have sometimes I will put too much on my to-do list. So sometimes it's really good to focus and only put maybe two to three things max on your to-do list so you feel like you're succeeding instead of 25 things and then you only do two of them and you're like, oh, I'm a loser. So that is one thing to do is turn your thoughts and don't, like we said, don't over plan. So one thing that I have a bad habit of doing is when I'm working, I will say, oh my gosh, I got nothing done today, which is such an absolute negative way of looking at it. My husband's like, oh, I thought that you um, recorded a video and you answered client emails and then you put up a story about you know nutrition and maybe you didn't get to recording a new episode for your new program, but look at all the other things you did. So that's what I want you guys to do. I want you to think about if you're working on a goal, whether it's financial or fitness or health or nutrition or in a relationship, turn and stop focusing, like I said, on the negative, but turn your thought and think of the things you did well. What did you get done? What did you do positively? Maybe you didn't hit the budget that you had for your finances, but you did spend less on groceries than you did the month before. That's a win. So I want you to look at things that way and it's going to ease you into being better about getting to those goals and not beating yourself up along the way. The next thing I want you to do is to separate your self-worth with your performance. So when I was like 13, I sang at my sister's wedding and I was like 13 and all stressed and like I was so nervous that like I had full on sweaty pits and I was in this blue dress so everyone could see it and I got up to sing And she messed up on the piano a little bit and I just stuttered and stopped singing and I was singing My Heart Will Go On and I was like, my heart, my heart. And I kept saying the same line over and over again. And I literally threw the microphone and ran off the stage and I was like, I am never singing again. I am such a failure. I cannot believe that that happened. I am going to show my sister that I will never sing again to prove to her how messed up that was. Now, that's such an irrational thought process because am I still a good person just because, you know, I didn't perform well in that moment? Was I actually still a good singer and would it have been super sad for me never to sing again because I had a very bad, and I mean very bad performance? (laughs) Yeah, that would be irrational. So to say to ourselves, I am never going to try to be healthy again is so irrational because your body is everything and you are worth it. You are worth that effort. And even if your performance isn't perfect every time, it doesn't make yourself worth any less. The next thing I want you to think about is looking for the middle ground. I kind of talked about not looking, you're not 100% and it's not zero. Sometimes where you're going to be is the middle ground and you need to not think in like absolutes of all or nothing. And that is tricky. But when you catch yourself doing that or saying it out loud, maybe even have like an accountability partner and say to your husband or friend, hey, if you catch me, you know, being extreme all or nothing, remind me, hey, where's the middle ground? What'd you do in the middle? Because that can be super helpful. Something else I want you to think about, you know, going back to a little bit of the performance is how you treat yourself is truly the only thing that we can control in our life. So I want you to really focus on the do for this is to be nice to yourself and be patient with yourself and understand that there's going to be setbacks. Anytime you make a goal, there's going to be a setback. You're going to fall. You're going to stumble. You're going to have to learn to lose. And you're going to have to say, this is not my self-worth. This is literally just a goal or a thought or something I want to work to be better. And I don't know anybody who does it perfect. 
I've had clients lose 30 plus pounds in 12 weeks and they don't do it perfect. They will write me on their weekly form and say, I didn't do this right and I didn't do this right and I didn't do this right. But that doesn't mean that they have failed. So I want you to really think about that. The last thing that I really want you to focus on, the do, is to be patient with yourself. You are going to, like I said, have setbacks and trip ups, but you have to realize that most any goal worth having is a process. One of my favorite pictures of how success works, it shows what people think success is, and it's a straight line to the top. And then the next picture shows what success actually looks like. And it's these squiggly lines all over the place in every single direction, a hundred million times, and then a line to the top. And that's the truth. That is what it looks like. So no matter what your goals are, no matter what you're working on, I want you to remember that the all or nothing mentality is not going to take you there. It's only going to take you to a place where you feel worthless. So let's avoid that at all costs. I seriously am truly happy that you guys are here with me on the podcast. I literally cannot wait to do more adventures with you guys and talk about more things so that we can uplift each other and be empowered by our abilities to be who we are and to stop thinking and stop doing that all or nothing mentality because we can accomplish so much more in life if we just believed in ourselves a little bit more. I want to tell you guys I'm excited for next week and I have seriously some awesome podcasts coming. Don't forget to leave a review if you are, you know, listening to the podcast and you like this one or to follow me on Instagram. My handle is deliciously fit and healthy. I know it's the worst handle ever, but deliciously fit the letter N healthy. All right, guys, until next week.